Patriots of the world. This is Andrea Eichmann with the People's Patriot Project. I am here with you on, uh, let's see, we've got February 26th and we are here with everybody else uh, doing the weekly show and podcast called We Got Your Six at Six Patriot Playtime. Every week we bring you a guest and a lot of times a new musician and we share all the good, sometimes the not so good of everything that's happening in our world. Um, we are brought to you tonight by Semper Fi Design with Chris and Heather Nobles, and we would like to mention Bobby and Pe Peggy Kretzinger with Operation Texas Strong because they are strong. Keep an eye on those guys. Um, we've got an amazing guest to share with you tonight. Her name is Melody Guptill, and she's going to tell us all about her organization, Help Heal Veterans. Before we get started tonight, though, we do ask that you take off your hats. Um, stand if you can, cover your heart, and join us for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, States of America. and to the republic, to the republic for, which stands, for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Here we are. Good it's, to see uh, you guys. Yes. It, it, it's kind of funny because we always look like we're cool, calm, and collect when we get on here and everything. And uh, I'm going to throw Andrea and Melody under the bus a little bit. Uh, uh -oh. <laughs> they were chaotically just trying to get online. It was so funny to watch. <laughs> I can see everything you're doing. Melody was running all over the place. It was, I was struggling. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> This is it was it was a magical moment. All she had to do was switch her her to her laptop, and there it was. 
perfectly it fine. It happens. It happens, man. They get it. We never stress any of that stuff. We got a bunch of amazing viewers on. Again, uh, if your name is not showing up, we'll throw up a link real quick. If you uh, address that on your end, we can see everyone and uh, address you for being here. Um, and so it doesn't doesn't cost you a thing. It doesn't change anything on your settings. But if you just click that link uh, that's coming up on the post right now, um, it uh, will share your information to StreamYard through your Facebook account, and we'll uh, we'll be able to see and hear. Well, not see and hear. We'll be able to see you and uh, share and give you shout outs. Uh, Jonathan is uh, calling in from the Bourbon Battle Buddies. On the YouTube channel, we'll get that posted up here. We see Timothy Newton out there. Custom portraits. I think that's the first for us. Uh, good to see you. Uh, please let us uh, know a little bit about you and uh, and where you're coming from. Jeremy Daniels, uh, Tammy Schroeder, uh, and many, many others that are just coming in as Facebook users. Um, again, Melody, good to have you here with us. So we're excited to hear about about your mission um, and uh, just through some of the pictures that you sent, it, it helped me and revived a little bit of inside me here, uh, knowing that uh, you do some of the things that you're doing. And we'll share that with everyone here in a moment. Uh, but Melody Guptill is with Help Heal Veterans. And, uh, and so, Jonathan, you got a little news for us, brother? Yes. Um, March, we're going to go, um, the month of March is the month of the military caregiver. Um, during the month of the military caregiver, Americans recognize and honor military caregivers, their sacrifices, and their successes. Uh, March 3rd is uh, the Navy Reserve's birthday. It was formed in 1915 in response to the outbreak of World War One. The United States Naval Reserve has been operating for more than 100 years now. The March 5th, which is a Sunday, I believe, um, Seabee's birthday. The, the Seabee's unusual name uh, comes from the pronunciation of C, the letter C and the letter B. It stood for construction battalions. This inspired the Seabee logo, which depicts a buzzing bee holding construction tools and a rifle. And um, I kind of missed this in the past, but February 16th, uh, there was a bill advanced by the Senate panel. The Senate Veterans Affairs Committee voted in a closed-door session to advance the Medical Cannabis Research Act, which would allow the department to conduct a large-scale observation and possibly lead to a clinical trial on the effects of marijuana use on veterans' health. I think we saved that one for last, right? Because that is yeah. that's well, pretty no recent. One's yeah. there too early. <laughs> right. Excited and stop listening. You know? <laughs> so we're here. What did we get done this week? Oh my goodness! What didn't we get done this week? Holy cow! Um. We solidified a spot in Dallas for the 27th of May. Uh, we'll be bringing some veteran musicians in. Well, artists, I'll say artists. 
we have a um, comedian as well that's coming. He's a veteran too. And so um, I'll have details. We have a few things just to wrap up and then we'll have more details coming out. That's on Saturday because then we hear there's this big event. Um, oh my gosh, I just totally forgot what it was. Um, thank you, carry the load. We're, ours is lighten the load. So I get, we have to um, carry the load. So they will be, their whole big thing comes in at uh, noon on Sunday. So we're going to hopefully warm people up Saturday night and get them ready for the big day, uh, Sunday and Monday. So I had a visit with those uh, people and they're very nice. They're very awesome. They're actually, um, I think it's in two, eight, the beginning of April, the first weekend they're in Minneapolis and St. Paul. So I'm gonna try to get up there and um, watch how the whole thing works up here for them. So, um, that's a lot of what I've been doing. And then, you know, figuring out some banking stuff and every day, always. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had a lot of meetings this week in regard to, again, uh, Carry the Load was one of those meetings. Uh, we met with another local organization here in Minnesota. Uh, they want to do an event in August and uh want to bring some musicians in. They want to do a Guinness Book of World Records event on Lake Minnetonka um, here in Minnesota. And so we're excited to help support that. Um, just a lot of great things. Uh, working with another organization, putting together some of our fundraising pieces, and, uh, and then just a plethora of conversations again this week about people who are going to come on the show, some musicians, I uh, got some exciting people, not as excited as Melody, uh, I mean, today, but uh, some of uh, the people we got, like uh, Mr. Nathan Boyer is in the future coming up. He's the one that had a, a conversation with a particular athlete on the side sidelines of a maybe a football game and said maybe instead of sitting on a bench, you could do something different. And so uh, Nate has uh, said he would come onto the show and share. Uh, he's got a movie called MVP coming out and uh, is uh, nationally being launched, and he wants to share those pieces. And just excited to see a bunch of uh, people recognizing and knowing what uh, there's a value to what we're trying to get done here and that um, our, our veterans and first responders are important to our communities. And so that is why we have Miss Melody here tonight. And um, so, Miss Melody Guptill, you're here um, with an organization you're representing. And um, tell us about your mission. Well, first, I wanted to thank you guys for inviting me on. I'm really excited to be on the Six at Six. I think it's super cool. Um, we've been doing this since 1972, the organization I work with, believe it or not. So Help Hill Veterans was founded during Vietnam era, our founding father, so to speak. He uh, was working in the hospitals and, you know, he had these guys, these bedridden patients that said, hey, I just really, I'm going to stir crazy here. Give me something to do with my hands. Give me something to occupy my mind. And that's where it began. So he brought him a craft kit from OT and the guy was super focused and right away we saw, oh, there's some value to this. So over the time we've been doing this, a lot of research has come out showing how therapeutic 
um, arts and crafts can be. Um, it helps with all different modalities. You know, it's not just uh, physical where it can help with your fine motor. It helps with a lot of the mental um, struggles that our veterans go through. So we um, are all over the nation. We even ship overseas. We offer this free program to all active duty military, as well as our veterans and their family members. And like I said, it's a free program. It's all sponsored by our wonderful donors that send in funds so that we can uh, make these craft kits. And so I have show and tell, which is always fun. <laughs> so what one looks like is something like this. I hope you can kind of see it with this lighting. So it's in a plastic package here. And everything they need to complete the kit is inside the kit. So, for example, this is a guitar strap, which is super cool. I figured you guys have musicians on and we, you know, you talk about and feature your veteran musicians. So this was one I thought might be popular and the guys would get excited about. Um, and our current CEO plays guitar. So he was pretty stoked when we put this on the line. So all the leather we cut on our line in our warehouse in California. And then we package this. And we do it with wood. Here's a wood kit that's already finished. It's a pretty cool little desktop flag kit. One of my veterans over at the USO did this guy and then said, oh, take it. I want people to see what I can do. And um, so now I take it around with me, whether I'm doing a networking event or something like this, I can show people his work and he's really proud of it. And that's part of the healing too. You know, they get to say, not only did I complete this, but look at this. I'm proud of it. You know, that pride is, is really good for them to have as well. So, um, yeah, we cut, we make all these and package them and then they ship them out everywhere. And then in a few parts of the country, they are blessed to have a few of us, um, craft care specialists, art therapists, such as myself. I'm down here in South Texas. So I serve, um, all of South Texas, but I'm housed in San Antonio which were considered military central USA. So if you don't know a lot about San Antonio, we used to have five military bases. We've cut it back to three, but um, we still serve um, the entire city, all the surrounding areas. And there's a lot of vets down here. We do things like um, the distribution. So um, sometimes I just work with the facility. I provide them the craft kits, maybe some training with their OT or other therapist on site. And then also I'll um, provide workshops. So I'll go in and, and work with a group of patients. I also do some one-on-one -on -one, um, therapy. So every once in a while, if I have maybe a social worker and they have a vet that's a little isolated or a vet that needs a little more one-on-one, -on -one, maybe like that picture um, in our homeless veterans shelter or at our um, Floresville Veterans Home down here, they have an Alzheimer dementia unit. So they're really good for me to do one-on-ones with. So that's a little bit of, about what I do and about what our organization does. Uh, another fun fact, I just want to share this one about our organization. We reuse, repurpose, and recycle. So that's one of the ways we're able to um, maintain this program with um, funds and donations from outside sources. So we have different people that we program with or that we partner with rather. Um, like here's a pair of moccasins. The Elks have generously donated this beautiful soft leather to us. And so we cut moccasins and bags. Here's a fun little medicine pouch. And 
we package it up, send to the veterans so that they can have it. They have something made, something useful. Um, also in these moccasins on the inside, you can see this padding, fantastic thick padding. One of our other partnerships is Southwest Airlines. When they decommission a plane or they're gonna reupholster their seats, let's say, instead of all of that going into a landfill, we, we said, no, 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 give us those seats, give us, you know, we can do something with that. So this cushioning is actually airplane seating, y'all. How cool is that? That's super cool. Oh my yeah. gosh. I, I love that about our organization. I think that's one of the, um, one of my favorite things, honestly. That is so awesome. You're serving veterans over the entire country. Yes. Yes, we ship to all of the um, VAs. We ship to all the military installations. Pretty much anywhere where there is a significant amount of veterans, they can go to our website, hillvets.org, and they can put in a request saying, hey, we'd like to get some of those craft kits for our veterans, and we will ship to them. Awesome. Again, free of charge. No, and I my comment to Andrea was um, – with, and I'm assuming it's a picture of you sitting with the, the elderly vet working through some whatever pieces you're working through. But um, it just how amazing or I just love when I see that there are people helping. I mean, we come on and we do this show and we say that, you know, we're losing veterans every day and we we never really have the conversations about the up and at them people, the, the ones that don't need help, the ones that are, you know, mm -hmm. out doing their thing. But but then there are the ones that have lived a lifelong life and they may be put in a place or position where they just need a little mental and emotional sustenance. And mm -hmm. I don't know that we have enough of that. And I just, I when I saw the picture of that with you, that with that gentleman, I was just like, that's, that's amazing. It's amazing that people take time out of their lives to actually give and for this case this purpose for a veteran to a veteran for someone who's already kind of given their piece of the world out there already and i just want to say thank you thank you for your mission thank you for what you're doing um how many veterans would you say you are supporting in a year oh my gosh um Oh, first, I wanted to circle back to what you said. Thank you so much for saying that about what I'm doing. It's honestly my honor because I didn't serve myself. I come from a long line of uh, family members that did and my husband. But this was my way to give back. I feel like they give so much to us. How can I give back to them? So, oh, gosh, in a year, it's there's a lot. I can just tell you from this week alone, yesterday, uh, we had a homeless veterans event and we served over 150 on Friday, I did a workshop at the um, USO on Fort Sam, and we're a training base there, uh, as well as Lackland Air Force Base. I do both, the Army and the Air Force. And the one right there that I did on Friday, we saw over 500 guys that day. So I can tell you just from this week alone with my workshops and distribution that I helped over well over 1,500 veterans just this week. Wow. That is outstanding. 
And it's such, it's so rewarding. Like it's, it's honestly doesn't feel like a job because I walk away with that sense of pride and honor, just being in their presence. Like you get these guys at the intrepid that come back with like, you know, 70% burns on their body or, you know, they've lost a couple limbs and they're so gung ho and they're happy and they're like, get me back to work or, Oh man, check out this Humvee I'm putting together. Yep. I have one. <laughs> and Humvee, huh? It just makes me so excited to get up in the morning and go to work with these guys. They inspire me every day. Does that Humvee look like a tank? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, see, it says it right there. Actually, you know what? This is a tank, <laughs> but a I just did a couple Humvees. We have uh, these are in wood, and we have um, holy these, cow! The, yeah, it looks crazy, right? Like all those yeah. pieces, it's intimidating. And I did, um, I did a workshop with the Humvees and the tanks, and we had some planes and some other wood models um, at Laurel Ridge this week. And a few of the guys, it was their first day, and you know, on a, a mental health unit, that's hard. The first day is really hard. Just getting there is hard. But then that first day, you're like, what am I doing here? Um, how am I going to get through this? And to see these guys be able to sit down and just have that moment where that's all that exists. They don't have to worry about anything else. But when they first open it, they're like, Melody, I don't think I can do this. Look at all these pieces. What am I supposed to do? With I'm like, look, I'm right here. It looks harder than it is. But then when they finish it, the cutest thing, though, I had four of them sitting at a table for the one kit, four guys. <laughs> and I said, you guys, are, you're, you're cracking me up. Have you heard the, you know, that joke, how many scientists does it take to put in a light bulb? I'm like, how many veterans does it take to do a hundred? <laughs> Two hopefully can do it, right? Hopefully. Yeah. They got it done. Is, it is there a criteria to getting your kits to any place? Is there, I mean, how, how does one go about getting them? Um, so when they go online to fill it out, they'll be asked a few questions like uh, what type of facility it is, how many veterans do they have, um, and if it's just an individual. Because we, we um, also send to homebound veterans. There are those veterans, especially in the rural areas, that are kind of stuck. Um, maybe they can't get out because of their physical ailments, or maybe they just don't have access to, you know, any type of military service in their community. We mail to them as well. Um, and it'll just ask some general questions online, like what years they served, what branch. Um, but we don't require anything significant to help our veterans. We just take their word. And the same with the facilities. If they need help, we want to help them. That's awesome. That's super awesome. We, uh, where it was interviewing another organization this last week and they, they came with a, I don't know, a cliche verbiage, but it wasn't cliche because it's, it's like serve your way out of this, that you can get through this. And this is, you know, just getting your hands moving, getting your brain moving, getting your thoughts moving, getting all those pieces moving. Uh, just, and the fact that you guys, provide a camaraderie and a relation building opportunity and just being there for support. I, I just love every part of it. Um, and it's as simple as going to helpvets.org to get the kind of support. Um, is there, is there a place to, to donate? Is there a place to help support what you guys are trying to get done? Yeah. 
Oh, thank you for asking that. We love our donors. I mean, that's the only way I have this position. And um, it's, you know, afforded us the ability to send so many kits over um, these decades we've been doing this. Um, they can also do that on our website, healvets.org. There's a place right on there where it says if you'd like to donate and give back. And they just fill that out. And I believe you can do it by credit card or mail. You know, there's numerous ways that they can contribute to the program. I want to make sure we have the the web address right. Tell us the web address one more time. So it's heal H E A L vets V E T S one word nothing in between dot org O R G. Okay. Yeah, I think we got that up there. Cool. A little different than what it is, so we'll get that changed out and make sure it's all. That's good. okay. It's a long name. Help heal veterans, and sometimes <laughs> people just call us heal vets. We've, yeah. <laughs> we um, have the long name syndrome as well. That's a, right. hard to give the emails out. <laughs> well, and as many people, and we're, we're going to continue this interview here, but we'll just take a little quick break here. Um, as many know, we are out there supporting our veteran musicians as well. And typically we have a musician on the show uh, with our, with our guests and this weekend we were unable to uh, get that done this week. Um, I'm going to go with A, B, C, D, E, F. You name the letter melody and we will play the song. Ooh. Well, we'll listen to little Tony Turner and Blackwater Shine. In the woods down a Georgia dirt road Where black water runs and the musky dine grow That's where me and the boys ended up most Friday night Elijah Crosby was a good old man He ran that copper steel with a steady hand Damn, that was the best black water shine Black water shine on Mountain Dew they called it corn liquor or bootleg hooch It was made by the light of a full moon's night It burned a little while going down Fired us up while we painted the town It was all about a good time Black water shine That rusty truck and four-wheel drive To get through the cypress swamp Past the gator rise Elijah made sure it was no easy ride He sat outside with his old coon dog His rifle held up as we came through the fog We'd risk our lives for that black water shine Black water shine on Mountain Dew Corn liquor or leg hooch It was made by the light of a full moon night It burned a little while going down Fired us up while we painted the town It was all about a good time 
passing the brown jug. He'd tell us about our dads doing the same stuff. Same spot, same truck back in 1979. Black on a shine of Mountain Dew. We caught a corn liquor or bootleg hooch. It was made by the light of a full moon night. It burned a little while going down. Fired us up while we painted the town. It was all about a good time. Black water shine. Black water shine. That was Tony Turner with Blackwater Shine, uh, Navy veteran from Alabama. Uh, Tony's great friend and family. Uh, had the awesome opportunities to travel uh, Nashville, South Carolina. Uh, I'm sorry, Georgia, Georgia, and uh, recently back to Nashville again with him and his family to showcase his craft. And uh, we just wish Tony and his family all the best and uh, the third done what they need to get done so um well again melody what's what do you get most out of serving your veterans what do i get most out of serving my veterans it makes me feel it makes me feel whole honestly i feel like our our entire purpose and being this world is to give back and help each other. And whoever you choose to help, you should have a reason for that. And like I said, without being able to serve myself or without joining, I knew I needed to give back to our nation's veterans that have done so much for us. I'm a patriot. I truly believe that these guys that have gone out there and done so much for us, that we owe them. You know, not just what the military has told them they're going to give to them, but we owe them as individuals for our freedoms. We we owe them for being able to walk around and do what we do, for being able to say what we can say, everything, our liberties. And this was my way. I um, I have some artistic ability, but my background, my degree is in psychology. So I use that to visit with these guys. You know, I want them to feel free to be able to talk about anything, you know, that that's bothering them or just, you know, laugh with somebody. Some of these guys, like you said, the ones in the homes, especially, they may not have anyone to visit with. They don't have the family or they don't have a friend to sit and visit with them. That's my way to give back to them. And it just every day I come home with a sense of accomplishment because I feel like I've served a purpose. I've done something that I'm on this planet to do, which is to give back, which is to help somebody else. What do you think we as a group, we as a society, we as a country, what what do you think we need to do better at? Hmm. I think compassion and care is lacking in, in a lot of places. I think um, we, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think we've become um, a very me-centric society. 
And a lot of times people will walk right by somebody that's in need and not even realize that they're in need. Um, if we could just look around us, it doesn't even need to be outside our homes in some cases. You can find somebody that might need some compassion, healing, a kind word, you know, a smile when you go throughout your day. It goes a long way. And I think our veterans, unfortunately, um, need that more sometimes. They're, they're not noticed in the way maybe they need. Uh, I think that's why we have organizations like 22 and none, you know, I mean, these, these things are happening and it's unfortunate. I see a lot of our homeless. I think the last number I checked, I think it was um, 65% of our homeless population are veterans. What is the next big part of help heal veterans? Where, where are you guys going next? What, what's the big piece? No, thanks for asking that. Um, so we did have a little bit of a planning session this last year. We're looking at, you know, the changes in our veteran community. So uh, for a long time, um, our donors, for example, were the World War II generation. You know, um, sometimes the spouses uh, were the contributing factor. And now things are taking a change. You know, our World War II veterans, a lot of our Vietnam veterans, they're um, passing away and, and we're going into a new generation. So we are looking at our kits in a way that let's, we might need to tweak a little bit. Let's, let's get into some technology. Um, so I'm one of the um, craft care specialists that works on the basis. So I have these younger guys. I have these active duty guys that are like 18, 20, and they're like a craft, like, what? No, that's for a kid. Or, you know, what? Do you have like a robot or something? So we're looking towards those things. You know, how can we um, hit these younger guys? How can we keep them interested? Um, where are our donors going to come from in these next years? Um, and how can we expand? You know, how can we let people know that we're still out there? Um, the nonprofit organizations for veterans, um, the last several um, years aren't getting donations like they were before um, because we have to let people know, hey, this is still important. Veterans are still out there. We might not be at war. We you know, haven't had a war in a minute, but they're still there. They're st we still need you. What would be the perfect day when if you walked into your day and everything was put into place, what would, what would the world deliver and help Melody Guptill and her mission with helping veterans. Oh gosh, probably a Hobby Lobby right here on my property. So I could just get all the supplies I want anytime I want. And, you know, I wouldn't have to go far to find my veterans. I'm in a rural, rural area. So I usually have to drive a little bit around and uh, find them guys. But, you know, be, if they were right there and I could just help all different types of veterans um, because I, I skip around. I don't have a brick and mortar store. My office is my car. So I go out and find the veterans. So I have um, probably up to 300 facilities now that I service. So I go to each of those facilities and it would be great if they were all right there and I could just help them all go into the Hobby Lobby, get what I need, go to the facility. And then they're all right there and I could help them all. And, and duplicate myself, obviously, because I would need to deal with all these guys at one time. Awesome. And that they feel whole right after one experience. That that would be a dream come true. 
Awesome. And those would be good steps. I mean, there's sometimes the recalibration, and you know this, is more than one conversation, is more than than one step and one intervention. And so um, stick with us. We will take one more quick break. Let's uh, who who wants to pick? Paper, rock, scissors, John and Andrea. Ooh. Oh boy, Freddie. Oh, we're we're really good. This is good for podcast. I think the Andrea won by default. Yeah. Um, no. oh, is it too late? Yeah. Sorry, Jonathan. You're not a loser, but you didn't win now. Miss um, Eichmann, A, B, C, or D? Uh, this is Mr. James Kazad, Day in the Life of a Veteran. Brother, I want to say thank you for all you do. This song's for you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, brother. You. I was 18 when I lifted on behind. Traded in my teenage years. Fight for what was right, left here aboard. Back a man took my Bible and I set up prayer each day. Trusted in God, He helped show me the way, and I keep my home to protect this blessed land. I still can't get the evil that I seen out of my head. I still wrestle with those demons that won't let me forget. I see the bombs and hear the screams. Can't find a way out of the dreams that haunt my mind. And I'm home, but it ain't over. Such is a day. Life of a soldier Oh say can you see The tear rolls down my face As they lay a folded flag Where brothers rest in place I can't help but wonder Why him and not me Sometimes it don't seem fair to me I still can't get the evil That I seen out of my head I still wrestle with those demons Won't let me forget I see the bombs and hear the screams Can't find a way out of the dreams That haunt my mind I'm home but it ain't over such is a day, the life of a soldier. It's a sacrifice that most can't comprehend. If it means you keep your freedom, do it all again. I still can't get the evil. 
that I seen out of my head. I still wrestling with those demons. Won't let me forget to see the bomb, hear the screams. Can't find a way out of the dreams that haunt my mind. And I'm home, but it ain't over. Yes, such is the day. Life of a soldier. Such is the day. Life of a soldier. Again, that was James Kazad, The Life of a Soldier. I think I said The Life of the Veteran at the beginning, but uh, um, Life of a Soldier. And we did lose uh, James. It's been almost two years now. Um, he was one of our first artists to come on the show and uh, excited to have him. Good friends with Don Ricks. And uh, Don Ricks was one of the first ones to reach out to me and share that we had lost him uh home accident and uh nothing thank goodness it wasn't other options and just one of those pieces it just uh it would have been fun to have him with us in several of the events in down in nashville over the last few years but um i do speak with his management regularly uh just loving to know that is his mission is still alive and still out there and so again our thoughts with the, the kazad family Mm-hmm. Um, how can we all get behind you, Miss Guptill, and support you and help you? And what we already talked about donations, but is there is there another active way that we could be supporting you and be boots on the ground for your uh, help heal veterans? Yes, there's so many ways. Again, you come with the good questions, Mark. It's like you've been doing this for a minute or two. <laughs> Maybe once or twice. <laughs> Maybe. So uh, one of the best ways is what you guys are doing now is having me on the show and just kind of spreading the word that we're there. So the more people you tell, you know, then they tell somebody and the word of mouth is great just to know that we're out there and the availability is there for all veterans. Like I said, this, this program is open to all active duty, all veterans and their family. So we want all of them to know. Another great way is um, to volunteer. Um, so just in my community down here, I, oh, volunteers are the backbone of what we do. Um, I wouldn't be able to serve so many veterans without, you know, a wonderful core of people that come in and help me in different, um, workshops and distributions and those, you know, employees at the facilities that, you know, encourage their veterans to use the kits, um, as part of their, you know, healing, whatever their, you know, clinician provides as their plan, you know, to move forward with their healing, to put the craft kits in as part of that. It's wonderful. So um, all of those people really help move our organization forward. And, you know, the donations don't always have to be monetary. Sometimes we have different places that um, they're crafters themselves and crafters are known as hoarders. I'm guilty. Um, You know, whenever you decide you want to clean out that shed or you want to, you know, um, purge some of that stuff, you can, you know, definitely give that to help heal veterans and we'll put it to good use. So there's many, many different ways. Eichmann, you're, you're into crafts. I didn't really know that. Dude, I'm pretty talented, but crafting might not be, 
a kit I could probably handle on my um, own. Nope. That during the show, and uh, we have a Miss Tammy Schroeder, who I think oh. she would be an amazing uh, uh, advocate for um, help heal veterans. But uh, I mean, she's part of our network. Well, like I said, we'll have to fight you for her. But I, I think Tammy <laughs> would be amazing. Um, in, Maybe in we should share her. <laughs> we'll we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. Uh, amazing person, amazing heart. Uh, not not due to COVID, but lost her husband during that season, and uh, he was a veteran, and uh, and she didn't even get the chance to help bring closure until a year later um, at the National Cemetery here in Minnesota. But um, I don't want to share too much of her story out there now, but. Um, and that she would be amazing out there. And she said, yes, I would. Uh, I can see you, Tammy. You and your little craft project projects and you just heading down to a legion and getting a bunch of people wrapped up and being involved and having some Bloody Marys good. or something. Uh, maybe not Bloody Marys. Oh, maybe yes. Just, maybe an OJ or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be surprised. My guys at over here at the Floresville Veterans Home, there's a few of them that you know they're like eh, crafts, like I've said. But when the <laughs> I have a wonderful organization that partners with me, the Seguin Veterans Bikers Association. When they come down, they bring some beer, and then that room fills. <laughs> the guys are like, sure. Mm -hmm. If you're having beer, we'll do crafts. No problem. <laughs> we, we've created a monster. She wants to just go straight for whiskey. Nice. nice. Uh, maybe you can get the local uh, watering hole to serve up Jamaican me happy there, Tammy. Mm -hmm. um, so is there anything else you want to tell us about your mission? Anything else uh, we need to get done to, to help this critical? It's a critical... Uh, mission and helping and supporting our veterans and first responders. It's a great outlet. It's a great opportunity. Um, and again, it, it's, it's getting the mind active. It's getting the body active. It's getting pieces in place to just help people move. What else can mm -hmm. we do to help? Oh gosh. Um, again, go to hillvets.org. Many ways on there that you can help out. You can oftentimes just call headquarters, 951-926-4500. Um, They're happy to also offer different ways you can help in your community. Our headquarters is out of California. So like I said, all through the U.S., we need your support and help. Um, and it needs to become a mainstay. It needs to become something that is just a part of – we've got – 50,000 organizations across the country that are trying to help veterans and first responders. I would say only 10% of even that are even close to being in the game. Uh, here's a proactive mission that is boots on the ground. They are available. They are viable and uh, they are doing something. And so um, we're looking for people that have the time, the talent and the treasure to make this uh, mission move forward and be part of and could easily be part of many, many other uh, missions and be just a, 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 another cog in, in the clockwork of working and helping our our heroes and, and letting them be a part of something bigger than what they're doing right now. Absolutely. Jonathan, throwing you under the bus, brother. 
Um, you want to share our, our outreach message? Is that too vague? Oh, man. I'm, I wasn't prepared for that at all, Mark. <laughs> I know, and I apologize. I'm just trying to get you active. And you, you, just, you just threw me under the bus and then backed up a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> just because Mark is very stringent. He follows our script, like, point by point. So he just figured you knew. He figured you knew right where we were, Jonathan. Right, right, Jonathan. Yeah. I, I should, but, you know, I was unprepared. <laughs> And I, I will run with it. We all have one of these in our hands, right? Or, or close to. Some of us are watching the show probably on, on our device. Uh, this is something that is a lifeline to our brothers and sisters. You may not even know that they need the lifeline. Uh, take the time today. Take the time right now to reach out to not one. We ask six. Do it by the six-pack. I mean, we all do a lot of things by the six-pack. I mean, I, I got my six-pack going right here right now. Not really at all. But um, it takes six seconds to to reach out to a brother and sister, uh, recreate or rebuild that relationship, uh, have a conversation. And it could be as simple as, hey, what's up? Just thought of you. Wanted to think what you got going on. Uh, maybe it does foster another conversation. Uh, this is part of what we call the WEP3 wave uh, in that uh, we're not doing push-ups. We're not doing uh, – we're not asking you to, to go out and, and walk 100 miles or anything like that. No ruck march. Uh, the reason why we call it a wave is individually. Each of us are a drop, but all of us together will create an ocean. And if we take the time to reach out to our brothers and sisters – the philosophy comes from the philosophy is of 90% of the people that reach out to the people's Patriot project for help of some nature, just want to have a conversation. They just want to know someone else is on the other side of the line. Many times they're like, Hey, well, this is interesting because I've been, I've contacted this organization, this organization, this organization, and no one has even returned a phone call, phone call and or message and or email uh, I got a postcard from some of them, and I'm just like, okay, but we're we're here, uh, and that is the commitment of all the people that we bring into our network and into our world. If they don't have time to have the conversation, we don't do referrals. Uh, we do a direct contact conversation. Uh, Melody, you're welcome to offer that opportunity to any of your veterans, and if we hear of people in your space that need. Uh, just a conversation or need someone in their presence, I hope we can reach out to you and be part of that mission as well. Uh, I know that Jonathan is uh, busy. He's going to be heading on a mission this week. We solidified something that amazingly happened. We can't let the the birdie out of the, the cage yet uh, because there's some logistics that we've got to nail down, but uh, we are able to help a veteran in a miraculous way uh, that's in another space of the United States other than Minnesota. I know that's pretty vague, but uh, this took five organizations having conversations and uh, putting it all together. And uh, the shout out that we will give to largely, uh, this does not happen without Bobby Kretzinger and um, 
Operation Texas Strong. It just would not have happened without him. And that will give you a little limelight of, if you followed us, you know what Bobby does. Bobby's given away over, I think it's 119 now, RVs across the country, uh, mostly in Texas, to help homeless vets. And so um, if you are... If you know someone that has an RV anywhere in the country that may be not on its best leg. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. We had to turn down a couple RVs for this mission uh, because we didn't feel it was suitable for the vet and we didn't have time to get in there and, and fix it up. But uh, we screened it. We made sure the right people were in place. And you're going to hear a whole lot of more about this in this coming week. Um we could feature a probably a whole show next Sunday, possibly, but we'll, we've, I think we've got guests coming up for that as well. So, um, oh, yeah. Is that next week? Is that not good for It's uh, J.D. Mosser next week. Oh, Mr. J.D. Mosser out of, uh, he's a Southern boy as well. And he's got, uh, he's both a musician not quite a musician, not wanting to throw him under the bus completely there. He, he's he got some songs that he's got out there, and uh, he runs some veteran support uh, businesses as well. So we'll we'll get you updated on that. Uh, Jonathan, anything in closing? Um, I'd like to just echo something that uh, Miss Melody had said earlier. And uh, I've been kind of feeling about pretty strongly about it myself. But uh, the compassion and care, uh, we just seem to be living in a time where where those two things are a little bit lacking. And uh, we're all cut from the same cloth, man. Just love everybody. It's, it's too easy to it's too easy to show somebody you care. And oftentimes that's what they need. I love it. Yeah. Miss Guptill, anything in closing? I um, just wanted to offer, as you said, um, my lifeline, my number, I'm going to put it out there. This is my personal number, 210-639-0954. I'm always open to have a conversation with not just a veteran, anybody who just needs an ear, just wants a friendly, you know, voice on the other end of the line to listen to them. I'm always there for that. You're a blessing, Melody. Thank you for being here tonight. Thank you, Mark. Thank you guys so much for having me. Miss Eichmann? No, I'm super happy that you came, Melody. It was a long time ago, I think, that we, we first talked. So I'm glad we got you yeah. finally on here. Me too. Um, Thank you. I always start out these reaches with uh, not trying to be creepy, but I see you do some stuff <laughs> with veterans, and it kind of goes from there. But, um, and then we got some good referrals, too, so we'll talk about a name that you mentioned as well um, after the show. Um, so I want to thank you very much for that and for coming on. And um, I'm not a crafty person at all. I have really great ideas. They just don't. Anyway, so I appreciate, I, I appreciate how your mission works. It's all put together. I actually was thinking I could almost get on board with, you know, bringing that in. And honestly, I got to say, you spoke of Bobby. Bobby is trying to build this veteran community. So putting homeless veterans in these RVs mm. and motorhomes. Awesome. And he's got a campground model to put them in. And this would be an amazing project. I see in their little community building coming together and doing 
crafts. So, yes, Patty, sorry, I'm a volunteer. <laughs> or wait, it gives me a reason to come to Texas. I can do that. Too. Yes. I'll do that. Let's do that. But um, no, thank you again for coming on. It was awesome to meet you. Um, we'll be back in the future. Am I freezing up? Did I? Uh, it's, like my, it's a little something tonight. It's all good. It wasn't terrible. Oh, Okay. All right. Well, and then, um, so I talked a little bit about our Dallas event that is on May 27th and all Texas people, it'll be, um, couple, couple is the area and it is at, um, the amphitheater. Um, the sound is working with us to put that together. So we will have tickets. It is a, it is a fundraiser slash benefit. Um, and so we'll be giving, an award away um, at the end of the night. And we have, I think right now, I think we have seven acts, seven veteran acts that are coming on. So yeah, so it'll start at 1030. I'm not exactly sure. I got to ask. She just showed me the tickets um, and we can go till 10. So it'll be a 10 to 12 hour event. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be a good time. Very good time. Family friendly. Um, bring your chairs, bring your waters. We'll have some waters there as well. I, I She told me the other day you can bring a cooler. So if you need some snacks and other appropriate things that you would put in a cooler, your Snickers and anything you want to hold Tommy Boy. Priorities. That's a Tommy Boy. Um, I love Tommy Boy. So yeah, so we've got all that. And there'll, there'll be tons of information coming um, and we are looking for the Texas area people. Um, I mean, Minnesota might bring some too, uh, probably not, but we're looking for sponsors. We've got barricades um, to put around because it's on a lake, um, a pond. I think it's a pond being from the land of lakes. Anyway, um, so we're looking for sponsors on the barricade, um, sponsors on the stage. And then we have porters, which is a really nice name for um, cleaner uppers, the porters. Mm. We'll have sponsors for those three things. Plus, um, we're going to look at a, at um, veteran musician sponsorships as well. Nice. So, yeah, the more well, I will definitely put that out there on my socials to see since I'm in Texas and see if we can get you guys some help for that. Very cool. That would be amazing. Very cool. We plan on doing another one in Austin and then one in Houston. And we've got two. Um, so closer to you, um, two of our female bands, Jen Ford um, is your direction and Kim Donette is your direction. So hopefully you get them wrapped up in in one of these events as well, at least nice. one. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and again, just thanks for being here. I just I feel like I was really quiet tonight. It's really nice to sit back and listen and learn and watch. So. Thanks. And I'm a talker, so I'm <laughs> I could fill the space. <laughs> it worked out great. You kept Peterson quiet for a little bit, even. <laughs> hey, simmer down. Simmer down. Oh, that's funny. Proof I've enjoyed you guys so much. Thank that's you, Mel. I enjoyed having you here. And um, you know what? Jonathan, what? Jonathan survived, you know, like, I don't know, 18 weeks of Mardi Gras, it seems like. <laughs> Look at him. He's alive. Does anything get done in the month of February in Louisiana? Does anything get done? Um, we crawfish. That's, <laughs> That's about it. What the heck? 
we have something like that in San Antonio that's fiesta coming up and nothing happens. Like everybody's hyper focused on it. So I'm not surprised. They don't get a week out of school for it, do they? Close. They get two extra days. Yeah. Peterson, settle down over there. What on earth? I. We go to school every day of the year, I think, here. In <laughs> yeah. You guys need to start like a, you know, like lake month or, you know, some kind of big <laughs> yeah. Minnesota lakes fiesta. We, we yeah, have I told them. civil unrest days, I think. We, have. <laughs> we can call it Mardi Gras on the water. There you go. Yeah, no one gets any days off for Ilpop Festival. They they don't. That's... I tried to explain to him. I'm from a tiny town in southwestern Minnesota. We used to get a couple days off right at the beginning of the year for a state fair, even though hardly any of us ever went. But <laughs> it was uh, harvesting days, too, down there. So we used to. That's how old I am. We used to. Didn't have those machines that just did it. We had to. Everybody help. So. Back in the day, when I was in Wyoming, when I was in Wyoming State, they took, had two days for hunting. Oh, well, there you go. Come on, this surprises you. If your rodeo yeah. was in the summer or winter, Peterson, you would have had a whole week off. But right, you know, we see? would take the whole month of June, July, and August off. Right, the whole month of it. <laughs> I'm starting to think that San Antonio just looks for reasons to have off because yeah, we kind of do that for rodeo too. <laughs> like it's like you don't do anything. Oh, Rodeo's going on. You're just gonna talk Andrea into moving to Texas, which you yeah, you're not, you're not going here. down my thoughts. Probably they need teachers down there, so I think it'll be okay. Desperately. See, there you go. Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> yes, sir. Let me look here and let's see what we got. Oh, he gets to pick. He gets A, to pick. B, C, D, or E. Not B. I already picked B. Yeah, it's a different B. Oh. I'm going to go with E. Okay, there it is. <laughs> uh, this is Mr. Chris Turner, If You Drink. Yes, this follows James Cassad so well. Yeah, watch the video. <sighs> Somewhere between Gallup and Winslow On an old stretch of Route 66 At the end of his rope Looking for hope But he found this old bar here instead The neon was dusty The door hinges rusty On the window a handwritten sign between the paps and the cores And the two swinging doors Faded words But he read them just fine If you cheat, hope it's death that you're cheating If you lie, lie with someone you love If you fight, do it for the right reason if you drink, then come drink one with us. 
whole place was packed The waitress waved him on back Set him up on the last stool She said, man, I can tell You've been going through hell Well, we've all come out of there too And we live by our own golden rule If you cheat, hope it's death that you're cheating If you lie, lie with someone you love if you fight, do it for the right reasons If you drink, then come drink one with us All we can do is the best that we can Cause we're all sinners, forgivers If you cheat, hope it's death that you cheat If you lie, lie with someone you love If you fight, do it for the right reasons If you drink, then come drink one with us If you drink, then come drink one with us Drink one with us